Hi, this is Georgia Fox. Thank you for listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. That's right. Just like Santa, Thinking Outside the Long Box is a furry freak with epic superpowers. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box. No, we don't have a flamethrower. What's going on, everybody? Uh, it's Christmas when I release this episode. What, what? Christmas. Hopefully you guys are having a great fucking day. Yeah. Uh, Mexican Christmas was yesterday, so I won't probably. I celebrate both, actually, now that I think about it. Is it yesterday for real or yesterday, yesterday when you post Yesterday, uh, when I, for real, like when I post this yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't think Mexican Christmas was yesterday. Well, I'm Mexican a long time. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. We're here to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. It's an American television special written and directed by James Gunn for the streaming service Disney Plus, based on the Marvel comics featuring the superhero team Guardians of the Galaxy. It's the second Marvel Studios special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, sharing continuity with the films and television series of the franchise. The special is produced by Marvel Studios, follows the Guardians of the Galaxies as they celebrate Christmas and search for a present for their leader, Peter Quill. Damn straight. Uh, what was the other Marvel's special presentation, Werewolf by Night? Yes, which was not, like, themed so much. I mean, it came out around Halloween. But... Yeah. Oh, the theme was murder, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Scary. Scary. <laughs> so This theme is straight up Christmas. I thought this was fucking hilarious. Like I, it was very. Funny. I know that it's it's not. Again, the the plot is kind of weak in that it's yeah, like I mean, we're finding Peter a, a Christmas present, but hilarity is ensuing yeah. in this whole this whole series. It is what is the runtime? I think it's under an hour, forty two minutes. It's a really short runtime. Yeah, I felt like an episode of TV. It's got a ninety two percent critic score and an eighty one percent audience score. Uh, so it's pretty. The critics it's pretty well surprises me because it's like there's nothing like a value, <laughs> <laughs> really, and it's cheesy, like super cheesy. I mean, it's fun, like it's it's what I would expect, like to, they would do with a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, right? <clears throat> that took them like four years to make. <laughs> So, let's see what the critics say. Mantis is the heart of this adorable little holiday special that isn't about explaining what Christmas is as much as what it means to so- to do something nice for people you care about, even if that includes kidnapping Kevin Bacon. Uh, while it may seem like a disposable bit of extra content in the increasingly crowded Marvel pool, it ends up being one of the most straightforwardly funny ones of the bunch. Uh, so, a lot of these are about the feeling. Yeah, about how how it makes them okay. feel and it being funny and and things like that. So sure, a lot of these critics are critiquing it based like like uh like it should be. You know what I mean? Like you would a movie more. Yeah. Um, because it is a very small forty two minute like side quest of in the Marvel universe. <laughs> like it's yeah. not really anything more than that. <laughs> uh, I agree. I agree with the first sentiment though, Mantis is really the the main focal point. I mean it's but it's so the adventure I mean, is Mantis and Drax. Like it's the yeah, both of them. I think Drax is the heart of the show. 
I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. I, <laughs> he's he's hilarious and he has his moments, but I, Mantis seems to be coming to grips with like emotion because apparently she's not very good with emotion in in as yeah. you've kind of learned in the last couple movies, um, and so she's coming to grips with what this event, what Christmas means to humans. And of course, she ta- her and Drax take it over the top because that's how they understand things is very literally. <clears throat> and um, they, I can't. I could, it's been it's been a couple weeks, I think, since I seen it. But they they kidnap Kevin Bacon because he's like the la- like they think he's footloose, like they, right? They think he's <clears throat> like a superhero, right? Like the superhero, actually, of the of the world or some yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. So they wanted to find somebody to bring back for Quill, and they they think he danced and saved the city and and did all of these things that he's done in the movies. Yes, all the <laughs> things that they, they've been told about. <laughs> or as Rex says, it's Kevin Bacon. He's not a loser. He's great. We don't hate him at all. <laughs> <laughs> so they travel to Earth. After deciding that the freer of the city by dancing is the one that they need to pick up, um, and they kidnap him from his home, and it, it's funny because there's like a police kind of chase happening, and Drax is flipping over cars, and fucking uh, Mantis is ju- they're jumping, running like the whole scene is is ridiculous, but it's fucking hilarious. It's it's cool too because you get to see how like actually super powered they are when it's like on earth <laughs> like with shit that you can recognize right as like we all like have an idea of how big and like how much a cop car weighs and how impossible it is to stop it when it's going like 30 <laughs> miles an hour at you it's like drax is fucking real strong <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you get that from the other guy. I mean, you get that he's strong, but, like, you don't get that he's, like, freakishly strong right. in the other movies. Well, it's because, I mean, the last time the last time you see him really fight in an engaging fight, he gets his ass kicked by Thanos. Yeah. You know Before what I mean? that, he gets his ass kicked by the other guy. <laughs> oh, by the Emperor guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what the other the dude from the Ronin. Ronin, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, I, that makes sense. You see him; he doesn't even know he's flipping cars, and she's like, "Stop it! Yeah. <laughs> you can't just kill me." Though. How am I supposed to know the rules if nobody tells me? <laughs> they steal fucking lawn ornaments. And they, she has hers, and when they leave, and he's super upset that he forgot his in Kevin Bacon's house. <laughs> uh, they finally capture him. Put him in the spaceship, and they stop by, like a some kind of grocery store or some shit. Because they steal all of the the whole ship they steal, and is full of Christmas stuff, oh, like decorations true. and stuff that they take. And she she gets him the it was a candy cane. That's what it was. It was a candy cane that he he was super sad about missing. So how could you possibly think that's a person? <laughs> I love how Groot just looks like garbage in this show too like it's like totally obviously a guy in a fucking suit in like a muscle suit or yeah. some shit. he looks weird he looks like trash like <laughs> it's like they spent no cg dollars on Groot. the raccoon still looks like rocket still looks like rocket drax is like full done up and like his makeup shit the cg for fucking mantis is still there with like the eyes and like 
her costume is perfect. <laughs> Fucking like cut to Groot every once in a while, and it's just some dude in like a king's costume that you can buy on like Amazon <laughs> of Groot. I'm just like, damn, just why even have Groot in this? <laughs> just for the two seconds he's in the movie. Uh, we see them before they kidnap Kevin Bacon, we see them getting kind of drunk in a bar. Um, and then they do get drunk, actually. They, you see them uh, on the curb sitting yeah. and kind of drunk. But Yeah, they um, pretend to be like, they're like the Hollywood star fame pretending yeah, to be at Grumman's Theater. themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's getting money. <laughs> getting, I forgot yeah. about that. Because they're hanging out with the other real super, <laughs> well, who they think are the real superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> getting money, and they blow it all on booze and get, like, wasted. I, I forgot about that. <laughs> then she has to... Mind control someone into getting a map of the stars, which actually has Kevin Bacon's real house address. In. They do. That's what. That's what those are. Oh, I always figured they were just wrong. No, like, I mean they 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 could be, but a lot of those are like, yeah, this is where these people <laughs> live. You think that'd be illegal? A lot of the a lot of the like bus tours that you can take to take you to these real stars as homes. Like you pay your fucking hundred dollars to go on this bus tour, see Hollywood homes, and they take you to their home. <laughs> that feels like it'd be super creepy. Kevin Smith talks about yeah, it I, a I lot in Kevin his early career. About, yeah, <laughs> talks about how people come by and they'll just say hi to him and shit while they're on the tour. Like if I happen to be walking by Kevin Smith's house, I'm like, oh shit, that's Kevin Smith. I would do that, but uh, I don't think I would pay money to like be driven up to his house. Be like, Yay. it's a whole, but it's a whole industry. It's very weird. <laughs> it's like an industry that like you somehow had nothing to do with. You're like, but you're making money on it. It's like these people happen to live in these places. <laughs> I will drive you to their houses. Give me cash. You can't do anything, but you get to see the house. <laughs> Will they be there? Probably not. <laughs> and if they are, they're not going to come outside. <laughs> so Quill is terrified that they've stolen Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and he is trying to take him home. Uh, they persuade Kevin to stay, and they have a whole music set that is happening in this in um nowhere they've bought nowhere you come to find out later in the in yeah. the in the special it's now they're based on yes and so they've rebuilt it and the they're that's how that's how they are the, where they are some of the old crew got some instruments and wrote yes. a song about christmas <laughs> uh, I, I what it is. you guys just got those instruments <laughs> And Dancing is for people who are pathetic. There's a lot of like good one-liners in this in this movie. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good special. Um, Craglin has a a real heartwarming. That this is why Kevin Bacon says he has a really heartwarming moment with him where he tells uh, Kevin Bacon that he essentially inspired Quill to be the superhero that he is through his movies and that's why he stays and and kind of plays up with him. So, it's pretty cool while they're while that's going on, the end of it is essentially everybody kind of getting a gift of some sort. Um, I was trying to see because I can't remember which I love of how they these. have cell service on on nowhere. <laughs> I don't remember what everybody got. I know that Rocket Raccoon got uh, what's his arm. name's arm. Yeah, um, I can't remember what what everybody else got though. Now that now that we're fucking talking about it, Drax got the candy cane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Groot got a Game Boy Advanced. I think. 
was it an advance? Was it was it the colored one? I thought it was just a gray one. It was. I think it was like the the better one. I mean, still like really old and like dilapidated. I guess Quill got Kevin Bacon and Mantis. So Mantis goes on to tell him yes. that they're related. that they're related and they're they're brother and sister. Uh, Nebula got. She got anything? I don't know if it wasn't Nebula, but she was dancing. She was having a good time, but. It was. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was. A, it was a good show. Forty two minutes. Like I said, it it felt almost like perfect. Like if I had gotten a little bit more, maybe it'd be too much because it was mostly just slapstick, funny, funny, haha yeah, kind of moments. It was good for what it was. And so I I really enjoyed it. I mean, uh, it, it was a good time. I think that their movie comes out next year, right? Uh, I know it's like coming soon. Volume three, twenty twenty three, May fifth. Yeah, five months. Day isn't. I think that's the last one. What month is Easter? March or April? It changes. I just remember that. I just remember that line where they're like, "See you at Easter bacon." I was like, <laughs> Does it come out around Easter? <laughs> so, like I said, I I enjoyed it. I, I don't know how to rate it because it's it's not really a movie. It's not really a TV show. Uh, I don't know what we did for Werewolf by Night, but I'm like in the low 90s. I had a really good time. I had a really good time. I'd say I'm right there. For what it was, it's good. It's way better than the old Star Trek Christmas special. <laughs> or Star Wars Christmas special. Sorry, not Star Trek. That's pretty panned. I don't think a lot of people like that that Christmas special. Well, huh? it's, it's hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like the weirdest fucking shit ever. <sighs> yeah. I don't even know if I'm supposed to see the light of day. <laughs> so make sure that you're checking that out. It came out November 25th, so it's been almost a month. It's been out almost yeah. a month. Uh, but it's been well-liked by everybody pretty much. 80, 81% from the audience seems a little low. I wonder why the audience did not have as much fun. I mean, low 80s is still pretty pretty good for movies and for entertainment, I feel like, these days. I still don't get the the rating because it's like, what else did you want? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I I just have because I maybe that's just how my brain works. Maybe people's brains don't work that way. Like of like how I feel about something is basically a mix of what was delivered and what I expected. Right. And those two things like combine how I feel about it. So it's like. What was delivered? Like a hokey Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Like what did I expect? A hokey Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Christmas special. So it's like it's real high. Like it's like ninety nine percent. It's like it couldn't have been much better than what it was. In fact, it was like fairly. It was produced at a higher level than I really even expected they right. were going to do. I wonder like if forty minute like Dino Disney like add on thing. So I was like. I don't know, to me, it's like you go to Taco Bell and you're like, I had tacos and I wasn't a fan. I was like, well, you knew what you were going to get. <laughs> you knew what I had. I wonder if it has to do, because I don't think that there was, I don't remember there being a trailer for it, like a real legit trailer. So I wonder if a lot of people went into it thinking like Peter, the quill was going to be a major focus of it, and even though he wasn't. Like it was about him, but he wasn't really in it as much. <laughs> but I think Mantis and Drax did phenomenal. I, I think that, that having the focus on two people who don't always get the focus, they they ruled it. They, I think they rocked it. They hit it out of the park for me. So I, I think it was good. I was fine, especially since I think like Drax is done now, isn't he? 
I think this is it. I don't I don't know how obviously Quill will probably go on to do cameos in probably like Avengers movies and shit like that. But I don't think Guardians of the I think this is the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie that's coming up. Like he's not done as far as j- after this, but I think he'll be done in the next movie. I don't think this will be the next the last Guardians. It might be the last configuration of this team. But it seems like we're moving on to like cosmic shit. Right. So I don't see how they could get rid of like the Guardians of the Galaxy right now. And as of right now, James Gunn this is his last Geo Guardians of the Galaxy three is his last movie as well. Um and then he goes to work full time for DC for however long that's gonna be. Who fucking knows what's going on over there? They just canceled Wonder Woman, which is fine. I didn't I didn't really like the second Wonder Woman, so oh, the second one's not hard. <laughs> I think I don't think Wonder Woman liked the second Wonder Woman. <laughs> so I'm who, surprised they canceled Aquaman. I think that was like their biggest franchise. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like he's moving over to Lobo. I, I don't I don't it's know. Super weird. I have They're no like, idea what's happening. <laughs> uh, the only thing we got working for is get rid of that, and uh, we're just gonna do something else with you. <laughs> That side of the coin is completely up in the air right now. So who fucking knows what's happening over there? But he's not even the best. <laughs> you want Lobo? Fucking Mickey Rourke is Lobo. <laughs> Mickey Rourke, he could probably barely move anymore. But he is Lobo. <laughs> that's who I think. Like that's who I see when I see Lobo. He Lobo like, don't gotta do that much. He looked like hot garbage in Iron Man, bro. Come on, he did not look very good anymore. That's what. Lobo's like a freakish alien biker. He's like old as fuck. That's how he's supposed to look. And the fight scenes just CGI that bitch like the Hulk. Oh, man. I just watched uh, Ragnarok the other day. It was so good. I <laughs> forget how good that movie is. It is great. <laughs> I hate, too, that, like, that people don't. Hemsworth and all the fans, I don't get it. They're like... Ragnarok works like so well, and they try to do something similar to Ragnarok in the second next movie, and everybody's like, "We don't like it anymore." <laughs> they're like, "I'm tired of Thor being serious," or "I want Thor to be serious." And I was like, "You were plenty happy with it when you were Reagan in the billions before Ragnarok." <laughs> <laughs> Just fans can't decide what they want out of movies. Um, like I said, I it's 42 minutes, so there's not a whole shit ton lot to talk about, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I would watch it again. It feels like something. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard with these offshoots to be like, I'll watch it again next year or something like that because it's. I don't know. It's 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 it got a, it's got a cool message to it. So maybe it is something you probably could watch all the time or you know what I mean, like consistently every year if you're into holly holiday stuff. Um, but I'd probably watch it again. It's it was good. <laughs> yeah. Again, I don't I don't know that I'll like seek it out again. I'm sure. <laughs> It's fine to watch on Christmas or whatever. But. <laughs> if you like Marvel shit, like, I don't know, it's like, it's a fun thing that happens. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I don't know, it's good enough for me for that. It's like 40 minutes, like, I don't, that's not like, I just, I just like fail to be how somebody go like, I really like it. Or, <laughs> it's only meh, it's only meh. I don't know, I don't and know. Then you see like TV shows that had like the best ratings, I looked at them. I, I just want to relate to this real fast, there's nothing to do with this. I was like, it was like the best rated show on like NBC or something like this or whatever, or some channel like that. I don't know what's NBC. It's called uh, Fire County, I think, or something. And I watched it. And it's only like eight episodes, and it goes by real fast. And I can see how, like, I can see the parts of it you would like. The show is 
garbage. Like it's and it's so bad on the firefighting side of it that the fucking like California Fire Department came out and was like, "This is not what." People <laughs> I think <laughs> like, a lot of I think a lot of shows <laughs> like that are uh, really like because there's a, there's like three or four in universe shows. That are like two police departments and two firefighting departments or yeah. some shit, but they're all in universe and they're all on ABC or NBC or something like that, like Chicago PD or F- I don't remember something like that. They're all really, really popular. I just don't. It's it's weird because I like procedurals, but I'm not a fan of those kinds of shows. I don't know. This is like an inmate who's like working at like a. He's been good. And he gets to go to this like program where you like help fight wildfires to like get time off your sentence, you know, like slave labor. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, that's what the show's about. And like the acting is terrible, and you can tell the firefighting is like makes no sense. They're just like, <laughs> like there's like the like the biggest gap, like the biggest heart episode is like there's a car that's like teetering on the side of a bridge, and it's only like a quarter off the bridge, right? And they can't get like a engine to it so like we can't touch it you can't do it. it's like you got like 80 firefighters that like, you could just pull, pull it <laughs> like i know you could like it's not even if it was three quarters we've off, pushed cars before <laughs> yeah it's like you got like a lot of manpower here <laughs> there's one episode where a girl falls off a cliff that i swear is 80 90 feet under gravel and she's like alive i'm like she would not be alive <laughs> You can die from like a ten foot fall. Oh, if you fall wrong, for sure. I don't think there's a way to fall right at ninety feet, <laughs> like onto rocks. Legs first, if you can. <laughs> I think you're gonna explode your knees out your face. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. You'll still be fucked up. Yeah, uh, it would be act. I mean, I know you can, but like nobody does. It's not it's like, normal. Yeah. It's. I mean, I've heard about people f- jumping out of planes and their parachutes fail, but like the one. way they fall on a slope, yeah. they live. Like somehow they just. Boom. I think there is one person that has has survived a parachute not opening and like just dead. Because I know there's a video that you can watch where like this lady's like bounces <laughs> and is like alive. <laughs> That's insane. But Gardens of the Galaxy was not insane. It was insane, actually, but it was good. Uh, hopefully, you guys have a Merry Christmas. Um, hopefully, the end of the year is treating everybody right. Um, we have end of the year episodes that are coming up soon, um, recapping our favorite TV shows, movies, trailers. Just. One. Uh, no, no, no! Multiple episodes, bro. That's how we always do it. Where have you been the last I two know or three that's how years? We always do, but we had like four people. That's all right. I feel like these episodes are going to be like five minutes long. That's okay. That's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, we have our end of the year wrap up coming soon as well. Uh, Merry Christmas! Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody, or Happy Hanukkah, or whatever else Merry you celebrate. Christmas. We celebrate Christmas, so we say Merry Christmas. Um, I hope you guys have a great year next year. I'll continue to say that probably as we do these last episodes. But hopefully this year was not too bad for you either. Uh, Until next time, we will catch you guys later. I've been Juan. I'm Doyle. Bye, everybody. Can I run us bacon? Make sure to join us on Facebook, Twitter, and
Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a Baron Space production! Ah!